the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome to You Ought to Know. FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Wow, where's Brooklyn when I need her? This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a grocery store, a little liquor store, a business, and you're having trouble with cashiers, let's jump into the 23rd century. Like Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco, go self-checkout. Hey, either uh, Jeff or Mark will come down to your location, take a look at your facility, and if it works, it won't cost you any more than if you were buying a new cash register. SouthwestPOS.com gets you seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. If you're open, they're open. San Diego Propane. Live in East County? Can't beat San Diego Propane. SD-Propane.com, 619-460-1705. Give Dave a call. Tell him I sent you. He'll treat you like family. And hot rods and custom stuff. You watch all these hot rod shows on TV. Hey, Randy does it in real time in Escondido, 2324 Auto Parkway. Looking to get your, to buy a hot rod, get one service, or maybe you're looking for parts and pieces to hang on the wall. HotRodsCustomStuff.com, 760-745-1170. Hey, did you all watch Ford versus Ferrari? Well, if you remember, I interviewed the stuntman, Robert Nagel, back in the day. He just finished Ferrari. I got a great interview. Sit down and take a listen. All right, hey, folks, if you thought... Ford versus Ferrari was an amazing movie, and nobody could make it any better or outdo it. Have I got a surprise for you? Ferrari's coming in uh, at Christmas, and I've got the stunt coordinator Robert Nagel on the line. And I tell you, I got to watch a couple little clips of it. Oh my goodness! If you if you're into history. And you want to know everything about Enzo Ferrari and where his mindset was, this is a movie you have to put on your bucket list and you have to go to the theater. You have to sit in row 13, seat 14, and that's exactly the perfect place to sit and watch this movie. Robert, how you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Thanks for having me on this morning. I really appreciate it. And did, I'm tell, and I didn't realize you did Baby Driver and uh, yeah, Gothic. what a what a great career. I mean, it's not over. You still got more in you, but you know, I think we talked last time. I always wanted to be a stunt driver. I mean, I would roll cars down the side of a <laughs> mountain, no seat belts. I tried to drive a '53 Plymouth through a door that was 
eight inches narrower than my car and 70. I mean, I could just on and on and on. I remember you telling me that. But, you know, you're kind of moving on a little farther. I understand you're starting to do, is it YouTube where you're, where you're actually showing uh, up-and-coming guys and girls on how to stunt drive? That unfortunately, that is not me. We did we did do a segment with Donut Media um, on how a stunt is broken down. That might be what you're referring to. That's exactly what I was referring to. Yep. So, without giving away all of the goodies in Ferrari, and I don't want to put you on the spot, comparing that to Ford versus Ferrari, where would you put that movie? You know, they're they're very similar but different. They're just. Um, you know, yeah. Ford Ferrari, we're dealing with rivalries. Um, here, we're dealing with drivers and the conflicts with the drivers and how Enzo uh, handles all that and handles his race team. It's 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 a little more personal, I think. Yeah. I, I kind of got that even from the clip. Uh, but I got to tell you, if, if folks, if you've ever read anything about Enzo Ferrari, may not be the guy you'd want to work for. I mean, even though he put you in top-notch equipment, his mentality was maybe not necessarily a motivator for you. But be that as it may, the movie from the teeny, teeny clips that I've seen have really got me on the edge of my chair. I cannot wait for that to hit the theaters. I mean, uh, it's just, just, you know, and again, there's a lot of similarities, it seems like, in the race filming of Ford versus Ferrari, which is truly a positive. You know, a lot of people say, what, Le Mans and Grand Prix were the best? I don't think so. I think Ford versus Ferrari, and possibly Ferrari, because I haven't seen it, could be the best cinematography and the all-around race car movies out there. Don't you kind of agree? I can't argue that for a moment. And, you know, some of it is attributed to technology that we use now that didn't exist as far as being able to photograph cars at speed. Um, And, you know, you you get a group of guys that really know what they're doing, and we'll give you some really cool action. Oh, like I said, just the trailer alone had me on the edge of my chair. I mean, I was lucky to turn it off just as you were calling in. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. So are you guys going to do anything around Christmas? You'll probably do it in L.A. as far as, you know, a premiere, out of fact. Yes, there is a premiere. I, I called it. I think the premiere date for us is the 12th, and then the actual opening will be uh, Christmas for the general public. That's awesome. So, of all the Ferraris that I've seen in the clip, how many of them were real and how many of them were manufactured for the movie? You tell me. What do you think? I hate you. I knew, <laughs> I knew you were going to do I couldn't tell. <laughs> That's tell, darn it. You got me. I and I did you. my job. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So you've got, Jesus, you've got so, and you know, just reading your bio and how you got into it and, and where it took you and, you know, and again, you know, it was, it was one of those things inside you. I mean, but you kind of were more of an engineer at first and then got into drag racing. And I had to laugh because you said it was boring. I could have I could totally 100% agree. I got to take a nostalgic front-engine dragster down the strip, 
cut an 0-4 light, beat the other guy, came back. And my buddy says, all right, you want to do it again? I go, hell no, I don't want to do it again. He goes, why? I'm not sitting in the staging lanes for 45 minutes sweating my you-know-what Exactly. Off. Yeah, give yep. me something. Yeah. So I'm going someplace else. I'm going to do some road racing. I got a bug-eyed Sprite. That's what I'm going to do. That's the car that will keep you busy. Well, hey, I read in Road and Track, if you ever wanted to be a race car driver, that was the car to begin in. I literally joined the Army, go to Germany. They sent me to Korea because I was going to build a Lotus Super 7, take the driving schools, and I was going to be it. I already had it all figured out, but it didn't go that way. Take over the world, right? Yeah, I know. So what uh, can you talk about? You got anything coming up next that, uh, you know, the people will be there's, excited? There's stuff in the works. Nothing's been inked yet. Um, so I hesitate to discuss it. It's just, a, how you know, I don't want to jinx it. How's that? Well, it, do me a favor and tell me AI is not going to get in there and, and mess uh, up. Please tell me that. It's It's, it's not. It's not. It's you know. Look, it's it's, it's just an, a, another advanced version of CG that just they've renamed it and recanned it. Um, yeah. I don't see that happening for quite some time. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, you know, and I, I know, I know, technology, technology. I mean, look at, you know, if you go back to Bullet, you know, they used to say that was the greatest chase scene in the world. I always ask everybody, well, how many times did he pass the Volkswagen? You know, I yeah. Mean, must have passed <laughs> it eighteen times. But, you know, I get how technology comes together, but, you know, the guys that do your stunt work, and I know you put hours and hours and hours into making it absolutely, and I think it's the way you want it, or is it the way the producer wants it? It's really collaboration with, uh, you know, me and the director and getting his vision uh, the way he'd like it, you know, to do it. For him to convey his vision to me, and then for me to make that happen on camera, um, right. and it's just different directors want me involved at different levels. So there's right. no one answer to that. But it is a back and forth collaboration um, of getting their vision, and uh, yeah. And sometimes there's a, a, a check for in reality, and like, well, we can't really do that, or we can do it, but it's not going to fit this or not fit that. So it's yeah, it's an ongoing collaboration. Yeah, and, and let's face it, you know, yet they know how to direct, but yet you know how to deliver. And they have and they have to respect your ability to be able to say, no, nah, I don't think, I know it sounds good, but no, we're not going to be able to do that, if nothing else, for safety. And I, I didn't read it the last time I interviewed you, but I read it this time, the only bone you've ever broke in your whole body is your thumb. Yeah. I've been very lucky. Dude, yeah, you better, whatever you have on in that car, you better kiss <laughs> it, rub it on the top of your head. But that's, <laughs> one of these days, I swear, I, I definitely would like to sit down and chat with you. I, I, I And I hope you have a book in the works someplace. Uh, I probably should, and you're not the first to mention that. So I should revisit that. That's a really good point. And just title it, the stunt man. That's all you got to do. Just that's that book cover. Well, you know, I interview, I do six hours of radio every Sunday, and I do a motorsport show, and I interview uh-huh. a lot of kids, you know, six, starting at six years old on up. I tell wow. every of them, get a diary. 
put it next to your bed. And every night before you lay down, write a page. Good, bad, indifferent. And by the time you're 40, you'll have a number one bestseller and maybe a movie. That's fantastic advice. It really is. Well, because just think if you would have done it. Just think if I would have done it. Yeah. Nobody ever told us. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, you know, I I can't wait. I literally cannot wait to see the movie. And and I heard you laugh when I told you the row and the seat. Trust me. If somebody's sitting there, if I have to pay them to get them to move over one or two, I do. Is that your seat? Totally figured out. (laughs) I love that. Yes. I'll I'll, I'll check that out for sure. Yeah. It makes all the difference in the world. All right, buddy. Hey, I'm going to let you go because I know you're super busy. Uh, Maybe what we can do after uh, it airs and I've seen it, uh, maybe we could come back and, uh, you know, go after it again. And I know it's going to be a blockbuster, and you've probably got another uh, one of them tall gold guys that's going to sit on your uh, mantle. I have a sneaky feeling. Never know. But, yeah, I would love to come back and uh, revisit this for sure. Yeah, let's do it. Be safe and have a great holiday season. And I know what I'm doing Christmas Day. <laughs> I might join you. How's that? Let's do it, brother. We can have a blast. All right. It's a date. Thanks, buddy. Take care. All right. Welcome back. You're listening to You Ought to Know. FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Segment's brought to you by South Bay Auto House. If you have a Mercedes-Benz and you're looking for an alternative to a repair shop, you cannot beat South Bay Auto House Mercedes-Benz service and repair. They're down in uh, South Bay at 310 Trousdale Street, 619-422-6252. Factory-trained technicians been doing it over 25 years. They have their own parts department. And they can work on every Mercedes-Benz you have in your driveway. And if you're thinking about trading it in, give them a shot. They might give you more money than the dealer. And they have pre-owned Mercedes-Benz for sale as well. Gary and Rick will take very good care of you, just like family. AutoHouseSouthBay.com. AutoHouseSouthBay.com. And Express Auto Service, Dave and Connie, independently owned and operated, right there at 7633 El Cajon Boulevard, 6194 uh, 619-463-1484. I tell you, they work on just about all the KUSI employees, believe it or not. They do an awesome job. So give them a call or just go to the website, expressautoservicelamesa.com. Hey, we got Kristen Barclay on the line. Kristen, how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? Not doing too bad. You getting ready for the holiday season? Uh, yes, trying to anyways, yeah. yes. Hey, I just had Robert Nagel. He's a stuntman. He did Ford versus Ferrari. He's coming out with a new movie, Christmas Day, Ferrari. I saw the preview for that the other day and was like, whoa, because we just watched uh, Ford v. Ferrari the other day. We were flipping through the channels and just came across it. Wow. I mean, still one of the greatest car movies ever. Yeah. Um, probably one of the greatest movies ever, actually. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about Ferrari. Yeah, you and me both. And I talked to I should maybe I'll, I'll send you the interview so you get so you can listen to it. So hey, you're rolling in a Lexus RX 450h. Is that a 24? 24. Yeah, um, I got one coming too. 
Dude, okay, that's awesome. So I've got a question for you because, I mean, I'm a little bit confused and, I mean, I, I want to say that's atypical, but maybe not. Um, you know, we've talked before about this alphabet soup, and I think that's kind of a lot of where I get lost. But, you know, you, there's multiple trim levels available in the 350. Mm-hmm. But in the 450, there's only a luxury available. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between the 350 and the 450? You know, I really honestly don't know because I've had the same question. <laughs> okay. Well, it makes me feel better about it then because I thought, I was like, okay, I should know this, right? But, yeah, um, a friend was just riding with me. We just went out for a ride in it. And um, she's like, man, I really like this. I think this might be what my daughter bought. And she's like, or maybe it was a different one. She's like, what's what's the difference between this and the 350? And I'm like, yeah, let me get back to you on that one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Brian might know if he's listening. Uh, Brian knows everything. Yeah, Brian is like the Wizard of Oz. Just ask ask Brian. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, you know, I, I, it was a twenty uh, twenty four. Um, I love the the exterior. I like a lot of the changes they've made on the interior. You know, it was always a a luxury SUV, but I feel like they've kind of refined that. They continue to refine it. So glad that the trackpad, the mouse, stigmajig, the whatever is yeah. gone. Yeah. Um, you know, that you can actually touch screen and and, uh, and that's great. I, it threw me for a loop. I was, you know, doing some research and I was like, this thing has a CVT transmission. But you know what? I wouldn't have known if, if I wasn't like looking at the Monroney and, and making mm-hmm. notes before my review. Yeah. And typically I know right away. So that kind of threw me for a loop. Like I read it and I was like, wait, really? Really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's good. They're doing a great job with the uh, tuning of this to yeah. not notice it, you know? See, I feel the same way about CarPlay. I mean, I used to hate CarPlay. If you if you downloaded it onto your phone, then all of a sudden the, the radio would turn off and you couldn't get your radio stations back. So I said, to heck with this. I'm just not going to do it. Now, begrudgingly, I've been hitting, you know, load CarPlay, and it's actually worked fine. So it's, it's technology. Now, right? Yeah, what? it's a lot more seamless. The only thing, so the, one of the first things I noticed, you know, when I got when I sat in Alexa and they delivered it last week, is you know, it's like, hey, do, uh, download this app to make your experience better. And I'm like, yeah. I have enough apps. I don't want any more apps. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's one thing. You know, when you say technology, I do wish that you wouldn't have to have an app. I mean, granted, we're in a different car every week. It's different if it's your own car, I guess. But you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. Do it. Experience it, and then delete it. Because you will be very pleasantly surprised. I'm the same way you are. I don't download this, but I've decided, you know what? I can always get rid of it. So let me try it. And I was pleasantly surprised. Hey, so that's good to know. I mean, I do like the fact that you can lock and unlock it. You can start it. You yeah. can actually like give a digital key to, you know, like like what if you were flying in from the airport, right? And right. you had forgotten to leave a spare set of keys for the spouse. Yeah. And you're just like, here, I'll just send you a key or whatever. I mean, that's that's cool. Hey, but I, so I have, an, I have a question for you, though. Yeah. My daughter's going to be getting her driver's license soon. I know, it's terrifying. It's very terrifying. She says, you know, I don't understand why parallel parking is still in the driver's test because if you have, you know, a vehicle like this Lexus, it has these four cameras and the 12 sensors and what they call intuitive parking. She's like, so if it can steer and it can brake and it can shift all into the spot perfectly, then why is parallel parking still on the driver's test? It's, said, hey, it's not in California because it's no, it is in Texas. the kids said, 
it's too difficult. We can't do it. We don't want to do it. So they eliminated it from our driver test in California, if you can believe that. Well, so her point was, you know, if, if all the modern vehicles have this, and, you know, obviously not all of them, like it depends on your trim level and whatever. And I was like, you know, that's a valid point. But a more valid point is a lot of our towns here are going through, like, renovations where they're trying to, you know, update the downtown master plan, as they right. call it. And yeah. they're removing the parallel parking spots because they say they can do more with the angular yeah. parking spots. Yeah, you're seeing that all so, over, too. Yeah, so, you know, I, I mean, it's great, though, that when you do have it in a vehicle, um, right? you know, as well as uh, my friend was saying, hey, well, you know, what, what are you going to put your daughter in when she starts driving? I'm like, I can't afford a vehicle for myself. I have no idea what she's going to drive, but it will have blind spot detection. And, and airbags. My, and airbags. And you know what my daughter says? She says, Mom, this Lexus, it has a blind spot monitor. And I said, yes, it does. It also has a $76,000 price tag, which means you will not own one while I'm making the car payment. That's right. She's looking at the Monroney, and she goes, you know, it has curb speed management. She said, what's that? And I said, that means you can't take any curves more than 20 miles per hour. And she goes, really? And I'm like, do I tell her I'm making that up, or do I just make her believe it? Hey, I got a suggestion for you. Remember the name Radford Driving School. It, okay. it used to be the Bob Bondurant. They have a one-day high school driving course. You should contact them. Tell them you'll do an article in Focus Daily News. Take her out there, you and her, and go through the experience. Yeah. No, that's – that's uh, It should be really, mandatory. Uh, it should be yeah. mandatory every time a kid learns to drive, not with mom and dad, but with a professional instructor – and it's not a performance class. It's it, they, they have this device. It's on all four corners of their test car where it'll raise and lower. It'll simulate spinning out, getting into a drift. They got a, a skid pad. Be the best thing you could do for her. No, that's a great point. That is a great point. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, the fact that we're talking about a hybrid, before I forget, you know what we have to mention is the warranty because you and I have talked before about battery issues right. and hybrids right. and new technology. Uh, the hybrid components in this Lexus are covered for eight years or 100,000 miles, whichever is first, which right. is a – it's a good warranty. Right. Um, not all hybrids and EVs have such stout warranties these days. Right. Um, so I encourage everybody that's listening, whether you're buying a, a Lexus or Chevrolet or Mazda or whatever, if it's an EV, if it's a hybrid, look at the warranties, pay attention to the warranties, read the fine print, and know what you're getting into. And yeah. then also – Look at the cost for a replacement battery. Uh-huh. So just in case it does happen, you kind of know what you would be coming out of pocket for yeah. if it's not covered. Yeah, unless you're going to lease it, which I highly recommend. Lease it for three years. Trade it in. Get another new vehicle with new technology. Lease it for three years. But if you just have to buy it, it's extremely important that you look at all the warranties that come with it and buy an extended service contract as well. And check with your insurance company to see what the rates are. Because I'm noticing, not necessarily with hybrids, but electric cars, the insurance rates are rather steep. That's a great point. That's something that, you know, I haven't experienced myself, and we don't even own a new vehicle. So, right. I mean, I think the most modern vehicle we have right now is 2004. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, I did not realize that there was a differential there for an EV over a uh, 
a gas engine. Well, you, can you imagine when you, like, say, if you total a, uh, a Tesla, let's say, and then you have to replace it, and the insurance company, they're totaling them quicker than they're replacing them because of what it costs to, to replace a, uh, a Tesla or even... There's also, too, I, I don't know if you've ever thought about having a, or if you've ever done it, but have a firefighter on your show talk about um, uh, putting out a car fire that has a uh, hybrid battery in it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to go through specialized training for that. Takes Absolutely. A lot. And a, now they're letting them burn to the ground. Really? Because it takes, they, they they don't carry enough water in the fire trucks to put them out. That's the biggest problem. So they have been, not every time, but most of the time, they've, they've pretty much let them just, because once they catch fire, they're totaled. There's no way the insurance company is going to fix it. When I month- wonder how that's going to impact homeowners insurance and people who park it in the garage when there's a vehicle fire at home. I know. I heard rumors that they're stating. I haven't seen it in print, so I can't verify it. But I've been told that they're telling people do not park your electric, full-blown electric vehicle in the garage. Leave it outside. I mean, yeah, and that's probably a good tip. I think it's an excellent tip. So would you buy this car if you had the money? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely would if I was buying a hybrid. Personally, right. Huge Lexus fan for the reliability, for the way they drive, for right. the technology, for the safety. Um, but I would prefer a non-hybrid Lexus SUV. Well, for a car for your kid, I have an O four uh, Lexus RX three thirty with two hundred and twenty eight thousand miles on it, and it rides like it's brand new. And I paid four grand for it. I mean, it sounds amazing, but the only problem is it's not going to have the blind spot monitor. No, but it's got bumpers. Probably doesn't have a rear view camera. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Neener, neener, neener. Does it? okay. And it's got airbags. And does Uncle Dave deliver? And Uncle Dave delivers. All right, I'm sold. All right, we'll work on it. You just got to peel it out of my <laughs> wife's little fingers, which I don't know if that'll work, but we could try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to get on the line with Brian. He's a dude. It's 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 two thirty twenty eight. Give me a break. The guy's jeez. He's already yelling at us. So we'll talk to you later, my dear. I'm so sorry, Brian. Talk to you next week. All right, we'll talk at you and go to Focus Daily News, folks, for all your up to date, honest news on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Segment brought to you by John's Automotive Care, 6267 Riverdale Street, AAA approved, NAP Auto Care, ASC certified, 619-280-8315. Nobody does it better. Go to John's with an S, San Diego, autorepair.com. Okay, we got Brian Armstead. All right, three, uh, three, what was it, 350 versus a... 450, what's the difference? 350 versus a 450, what are you talking about? The Lexus. You have a Lexus 350 and then the RX 450, but both RXs. She didn't know the answer and I didn't know the answer, but we all figured you did. Well, the 350 was an earlier model. I think the 450... Um, oh, superseded They had it. a 400 hybrid. I think the, they had a 400 hybrid. I think the 450 was the upgraded hybrid version. Ah. 
but uh, honest, honestly, I, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't um, I wasn't on the line when uh, when you all had that question. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Brendan Brendan had to go uh, pick up a guest, so um, I got gotcha. you. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. All so, right, so you got the Genesis okay. GV80. Man, it's uh, dude. You know, I've been doing this for a long time, right? I know. And I, you know, I've driven Bentleys and Rolls Royces yeah. and all these cars. It is something about this car mm-hmm. that just draws people to it. I, I mean, I've got, I think probably with this particular model that I have, it's got a matte green. Uh, it's got a flat, uh, you know, the matte uh, mm-hmm. green paint on it, and people have been flipping out, man. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you know, I just. The exterior color is called Brunswick Green, and it's just amazing. You know, I wasn't big on matte finishes at first, but now I'm grown, you know Mercedes was one of the first, and then they had this paint uh, called Aqua Beam or yep. Liquid Beam or something that kind of it was self annealing. It and then Nissan came out with a scratch annealing paint that would fix scratches, and you know, and then people are are charging more money for flat paint and getting it. Mm-hmm. You know, so sorry, but this. Green is beautiful, and coupled with the brown and mm-hmm. and beige uh, cream interior, cream interior with tufted leather seats with double stitching on them, and um, a leather dashboard and double stitching on the dashboard, ambient lighting across um, you know the front doors. I mean the front cat uh, part of the cabin, full panoramic sunroof, uh, dual, dual pane, um, you know front and rear passenger sunroofs, glass, head up display. Uh, driver information cluster. Now, of course, you're getting all of these things on the top trim level, Dave Stahl. 2024 GV80, all-wheel drive, 3.5-liter turbo, prestige signature. And boy, the trim walk is impressive on this car. Base model, 2.5-liter turbo, I-4, all-wheel drive, 57, 450, 300 horsepower, 20 city, 24 highway, you step up to the 3.5 liter V6, 64, 600, 375 horsepower, 18 city, 23 highway, 20 inch wheel standard, as is the panoramic roof and a bunch of other features. Dave saw this prestige signature comes in at a whopping $81,500. 18 city, 23 highway, the same 375 horsepower uh, turbo V6, and uh, you know I was I was twin turbo actually. Right, it's a twin. People were stopping me and yes, they were stopping me. They were like, "How much does the car cost, Brian?" Well, it's about sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> 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 I pulled a Monroney out of the uh, out of the out of the uh, uh, glove box over here, <laughs> and I'm like, "Holy moly, eighty-two six ninety-five, eighty-three grand!" But you know, if you can build them and, and get the money, then why not? Right. If Ford can get you know a hundred grand for Mustangs and yeah. five thousand for Lightnings, and why can't Genesis do the same thing? Yeah. Uh, and- the thing I like about the car, Dave, it's everything's included. I mean, yeah, there, there's really the only the only thing I've been driving this car for a week, and I've just been loving. I also have a Mercedes um, EQB sitting beside me in the driveway, but it ran out of juice so fast. I'm like, and and quite frankly, I love Mercedes-Benzes, you know that, but the quality, like the the, the uh, window motors on the Benz make noise and go slow, mm. whereas on this, on this Genesis, 
you can't even hear it. Right. <coughs> I just rolled the window down. <coughs> Pardon me, but if I was over in that EQB, it's hear it. noisy. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, the difference between a Korean car and a German car? What? And I'm favoring the Korean. I'm favoring the Korean car in terms of build quality? That's a new one for me. <laughs> no I mean, one in a million years would have ever thought that would come out of your mouth. Well, I, absolutely, because I'm looking in front of me. I, I'm looking at three Mercedes in front of me, two in the garage, one in the driveway. <laughs> so you know how I feel about the brand. Sure. And I know the EQB, the EQB is a lower-level electric vehicle, but still, I mean, the only thing that is wrong with this car and it's just a quibble more than something being wrong, is that the Bluetooth speaker is oriented to the driver's side, which is fine, but it, it sounds tinny compared to, uh, I think this, there's something on the floor here, and it looks like a speaker. I think the speaker is in the floor for the Bluetooth because it's clearly coming out of the left side, the door area on this vehicle, and it just doesn't match up to the quality that you I've heard talking over Bluetooth, using the, uh, the system on the car and other vehicles. And again, you know, if, if I had to choose something wrong with the car and criticize a manufacturer for it, they'd probably say I was crazy for criticizing Bluetooth because there's nothing else wrong with the car. Mm. Great performance, great looks, great luxury, all the features you could ever want. The, you know, I'm getting a nice butt and back massage as we speak. Uh, it's it's got uh, locking uh, rear differential. Uh, it's got hill descent control. Got all kinds of power modes here. You can go comfort, sport, eco, snow. I mean, this thing is a legitimate all-wheel drive vehicle with with selectable modes. One of the coolest things that I like about it, Dave Stahl, is that you know when you start the car up, the uh, the 12.3 inch dash mounted screen uh, always starts. I'm sorry, it's actually a 14.5-inch navigation screen and, you know, telematic screen here. Uh, Sorry to cheat you out of two inches there, uh, 2.2 inches there, Genesis. (laughs) Um, When you you first start the car up, you get a really cool screen that shows you what the weather is in your area. So, like, right now, Mm. I go back to the the home screen, you know, to the uh, screen that uh, shows... The, uh, well, it says it's not available during the call. I guess it's telling me to look, right. look at the road and on the phone. So, um, But it would show that we're ha- we have heavy clouds. It's dark now, but you would still see a nighttime sky that's kind of rainy. And it was foggy all day today, so you saw fog on the screen. Wow. And when when I I was in Baltimore yesterday at Fells Point having some uh, delicious seafood at South Seafood. If you ever go to Fells Point in Baltimore, folks, South Seafood. And when we passed the Baltimore Orioles and uh, Ravens football stadiums, they're next to each other. They shoot. They showed up in, in augmented reality on the display, and I wow. wasn't in navigation. Wow. I wasn't in navigation mode. It just shows you a significant landmark um, that uh, that passed you by. Uh, it tells you it has a speed camera reading. You know, the lens can tell you uh, um, what the speed limit is, and when you come up on speed cameras or red light cameras that are marked in GPS, it gives you a, a, a audible warning. But again, the speaker is down under the seat, and I'm sure you can turn up the volume in the menus. I just, you know, in seven days, you can't get to everything in a vehicle. No. Uh, the other big plus, 
on buying a Genesis at $82,000 versus buying a German car or a Swedish car or Italian car or an American car, for that matter, luxury car. Cadillac makes some excellent luxury cars. The Hyundai and Genesis warranty, The Gen- you know, Genesis is a luxury brand for Hyundai. Ten years, 100,000 miles powertrain, five years, 60,000 mile new vehicle warranty, seven years against rust, Three years, 36,000 miles, complimentary maintenance. Three years, 36,000 miles, complimentary service valet. Uh, three years of the MapCare, um, you know, app on the, uh, you know, on the um, telematic system. Mm-hmm. Complimentary Genesis connected services. So when you when you factor all these things in, the luxury, the features, and I mean, the you know, the, there, there are no additional options on this car. The top trim is fully loaded. They didn't charge me $100 for carpet match. Nah. I'm happy about that. I was waiting for you to bring that up because that's my you know what I'm I hate that. <laughs> you open the door, you open the door, you have Genesis, uh, the logo, puddle lamps on yep. the ground. You start it up, the uh, LEDs up front uh, mm-hmm. do a little dance for you. If this is one heck of a nice vehicle. The, yeah. the second row, it's a two row car. Right. I've got uh, four, a four seat configuration here, which is fine. Um, and, it, you know, you have power folding seats, and you can change the ambient lighting, and you've got wireless charging. And, dude, I mean, the, the little gear six, uh, shift selector even lights up yeah. with the same ambient lighting that's throughout the car. So right now I'm running purple lights. Mm-hmm. So my gear shift selector is, is um, you know, as paying homage to Prince, we got a little purple going on here. <laughs> um Fantastic car. Wow. Nothing to complain about here. It's, you know, and again, a quibble with the, uh, with the, it's just a preference. I yeah. don't like hearing, I want to hear you all around me, Dave. So you got such a great voice. Why don't, <laughs> I don't want to hear you on the left side of the car. Yeah. But aside from that, well done, Genesis. Yes, this is indeed. an outstanding vehicle. Folks, if you're not on the Genesis bandwagon, that's fine. But I would encourage you to take a look and drive one if you seek a high end yep. luxury sedan. Because they've got all, they've got sedans, they've got SUVs. Um, the only thing they don't have is a, is a luxury pickup. And you know, I'm sure with the success of that Toyota's having and Ford's having with their with their smaller pickups, I'm sure Genesis is going to come out with a like a midsize Tacoma-sized pickup truck uh, that's that's full lux. Wouldn't that and be something? Not? I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a market that's just sitting there. Uh, uh, Toyota's, uh, Toyota's running away with it. Maverick, the Ford Maverick, they, they sell every single one they build. Uh, I wish I would have bought one at 19000 when they first came out. You can't touch but it for that now. Look for bright things from Genesis and Hyundai yeah. and Kia. They're all part of that Hyundai conglomerate uh, in the future. Well done, Genesis. You can go to, let's see, you are uh, Genesis.com. Yep. Check out your, your 2024 DB80. I know you got an interview because you got guests uh, that Brendan pulled up. Talk to you next week. Hey, I got a movie. I I got something for you to do Christmas Day. If you're not doing anything, go to the premiere of Ferrari. Okay. I just interviewed Robert Nagel. He was a stunt coordinator for Ford versus Ferrari, and he just did the movie Ferrari. So I did a. I'll send you the interview. I am going. I'm telling you, if it's anything like uh, if it's anything like Ford versus Ferrari, I can't wait to see it. And I'm curious to see the authenticity of the movie because it's all about Enzo. Do I have 30 seconds, Dave? Sure. I, I saw the uh, the, um, the tra- Nicky Lauda 
Um, oh. James, uh, uh, what's his name? The two Formula One. What's it called? Rush? Uh, James Hunt. Oh, you hadn't seen that yet? Dude, I saw it on a flight to uh, Spain when I was when I headed to Spain. Uh, dude, amazing. Dude, I've amazing seen that. Movie. I've I seen that twelve times. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry I was late to the to the party. <laughs> uh, thanks, Dave Stahl. Thanks, Brendan. All uh, right, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Look forward to it. All stop right. Telling, stop telling uh, Kristen about me getting on you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're over there, you and I'm over time. here. It's the only way I can get after you. Hey, it's the only way I can get after you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, All right, buddy. Hey, folks, don't touch that dial. We're going to talk to a guy that took a 94 Chevy Suburban, and he put a million miles on it and never overhauled the engine. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. folks welcome back you're listening to you ought to know fm 961 am 1170 the answer <laughs> you're almost as good as brooklyn all right this segment is brought to you by fts auto repair over at 7954 daggett street another nap auto care ac certified triple a approved a three-year 36,000 mile warranty clear across continental united states and one of the neat things about FTS is they also do classic cars. And it's not easy finding somebody that will work on classic cars. So go to FTSauto.com. Collision Dock, Kearney Mesa used to be Bumper Dock. Now nah, it's Collision Dock. They can do the whole car. They're doing classics as well. I was over the other day. They're doing a, a frame-off restoration on a beautiful Mustang. Go to CollisionDock.com, CollisionDock.com. All right, talk to this gentleman, Ben Welch. Driving a 94 Chevy Suburban, put a million miles on it, and never overhauled the engine. Take a listen. All right. Never done that before. That ought to be interesting. Let's see how that works out. Hey, folks, have I got a story for you. I've got Ben Welch, driver of a 1994 Chevy Suburban, and you are not going to believe he got a million miles on this thing and never took the engine apart. How you doing, Ben? We're doing great, Dave. Good to talk with you. So are you going for uh, $2 million? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. So everybody's probably sitting on the edge of their chair wondering, how in the world did you get it to that, that high a mileage? Okay, well... Um, I really didn't start out to uh, get a lot of miles on it, Dave. My, my original intent was to trade it every year, and I went down after the first year, and I could have they would have traded for $5,000, which I thought was reasonable. But I got to looking at the newer models, the 95s, and between 94 and 95, GM uh, did away with the outside armrests on the front seats, and those were so comfortable. I thought, ah, surely they'll bring those back next year. So I went back the next year, nope, went back the next year, nope. Well, by that time, had about 100,000 miles on it. I didn't figure it would be worth all that much, so I thought, ah, I'll just drive it a couple of years, and I'm still driving it. So it's just, it's been, you know, it doesn't wear out. So uh, I just uh, just been driving it for, what, 29, 30 years or whatever? Um, and um, it's, funny, it's, it's funny this interview came across my desk because I'm an ex-service manager. So if anybody's oh. wrong for <laughs> for servicing your vehicle, it's me. 
And I tell, and I love the part of the article stated. One, you found a great technician, and I appreciate yep. that. He definitely cared about you and your vehicle. And what I liked is he didn't ask you to do anything more than when the man, what the manufacturer recommended, which goes to show you, folks. You go in the back of your owner's manual, and there is a there is a rundown of of, of you know scheduled maintenance depending on where you live. Now, I don't think Lincoln, Nebraska is considered severe, but in San Diego, where we live, it's considered severe driving. So you have to use a severe numbers. You're, I mean, your guy was right on the number as far as changing coolants, uh, tranny services, oil changes, and, and basic tune-ups. And, you know, so basically you did, and, and I think a little credit goes to you, you know, as far as your driving styles, because your driving styles, I'm sure, had a lot to do with uh, the extension of miles on this vehicle. But I guess the ace in the hole, and I, and I hate to even tell you this, but I have never heard of Conklin products. And I think, how did you find out about Conklin uh, oil and, and antifreeze additives and the like? Well, when I when I got back from Vietnam, I didn't have any money, and so I bought a used car. It was actually a, a six, 1961 Lincoln. I bought it in 71. Had about 90,000 miles on it, Dave, and not very long after I bought it, I started just drinking oil. It was going through a quart of oil every 50 miles, and wow. I put some STP in there. You know what STP is, no doubt, oh, yeah. and, uh, and it helped. It took it from a quart every 50 to 150, but I was still adding a quart of oil. At 150 miles, and I'd taken it to two different mechanics. They did the compression check. Both of them told me that one cylinder had no compression, had a busted ring, and I'd have to overhaul it. Well, I didn't have any money, so I was just dumping the oil in it. And uh, that's when I ran on, on onto the products, and I uh, put a product in. And the reason, they, and uh, to make a long story short, it, I, I put the products in there. It completely quit burning oil. I could not believe it. And it wasn't a thickener product. But Harry Conklin, C-O-N-K-L-I-N, was a genius chemist, and uh, he figured out how to, uh, well, what he did, he, 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 has what he, he invented what he calls a polar molecule, just like two magnets will attach themselves together because of the difference in polarity. That's right. what's blended into the entire line of products. And so anytime they come into contact with metal, they actually work themselves into the metal itself and sludge, or lift off any sludge or carbon or varnish that's on that system. So you end up with a system that's extremely clean and extremely well lubricated. So that's that's kind of the key. And you talk about regular maintenance, and that's also key. And the fact that I had a great mechanic, and I I didn't I didn't do the recommended. Well, I change oil every ten thousand. Okay, um, but uh, uh, I had a pint of, or excuse me, I had just two ounces of their product called FuelMate Plus to the fuel every time I fill up like a pint of it lasts 160 gallons. Uh, so I add, add a little bit of that every time. Every 5,000 miles, I balance and rotate the tires, and that's a key to long tire life. Oh, yeah. In fact, this is the set that I've got on right now, I've always run Michelin with the exception of one set. Uh, the set I have on right now has 109,000 miles on the current set of tires, okay? Um, but rotating and balancing the tires is a key. Every 5,000 miles... I'd uh, use a pint of their four-power fuel system cleaner. And then at 10,000 miles, 
I changed the uh, uh, Conklin Convoy oil every 10,000. That's when I changed the filter. And at the same time, I would have him grease it with Rhino Grease. Okay, they've got a product called Rhino Grease. Dave, I changed my, I, I had to, uh, my first front end parts went on there at 892,000 miles. Very oh. first front end parts. So, and, and what we're the, about, ball joints, tie rod ends, yep. you know, all the components yep. that go left, right, left, right. And and you're from a, a part of the country where you get snow and inclement weather, right? Oh, yeah. And and we get hot here. It's not uncommon to be over 100, 100 degrees in the summertime. And and down to twenty twenty below, you know, in the winter. So, you know, I, I heard you talking about San Diego is uh, severe, and I suppose Lincoln would probably almost have to be the same thing. You so, think? Yeah, I mean, we have such a a variation. I'm going to reach out to Conklin because I'm going to do a story on this guy because I am all about law. I mean, all the cars I have are they're old because. I got out of the army in '68. Didn't have any money, as you very yep. well know. And yep. so I'm buying cars for eight hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars. But I was such a maintenance nut, I would get a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand out of them. And I've been doing it my whole life, and I'm I'm seventy eight years old, and I got vehicles out front in the house with over three hundred thousand miles. But I've never <laughs> I've never heard of Conklin, but I guarantee you. I am going to reach out to him, and congratulations, getting into the High Mileage Club. Uh, that was pretty amazing. Uh, are, is Conklin uh, from your neck of the woods? No, it actually started out in uh, Minneapolis, but it's uh, based out of Kansas City uh, right now. And um, they have a website, ConklinVehicleProducts.com. If you want to know more about it, ConklinVehicleProducts.com. And here's, here's something you'll get a kick out of, Dave. By the way, you and I were born the same year, evidently. Um, um, but, um, uh, uh, the timing chain, I've had a lot of guys, well, how many times have the timing chain been replaced? I said, what? <laughs> it's never been replaced. Dave, it's still original. The timing chain is still original. The only parts that aren't original when I was coming. Now here's the million miles. As far as I'm concerned, that's secondary. Yeah. The The big story is the fact that at 400,000 miles, we were coming back from Oklahoma, probably the hottest day of the year, and because of my stupidity, quite frankly, uh, uh, we were we were driving, and all of a sudden the air conditioner went out. Okay, and I don't know if you're married, right? I am. I'm 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 married. Now your wife probably wouldn't have said anything to you if it was 106 degrees outside and the air conditioner quit working, but I'll guarantee you, my wife <laughs> let me know right away. I said, "Now ah, we must be out of Freon. We'll have to have Randy." I recharge yeah. it when we get back home. Well, for the next 110 miles, I thought the highway we were on had ruts in it because the steering seemed kind of funny. Well, what had happened, and the reason I said don't be stupid like me, what had happened is the the air conditioning compressor had gone out, and I yeah. drove that thing another 110 miles without a water. The serpentine belt obviously quit 110 miles back, but I, I didn't have a water pump. I didn't have an alternator. didn't have anything bright daylight, so I didn't see the idiot lights. And by the time I stopped, that thing was so hot, it was incredible. So eventually, 230,000 miles later, um, I used their stop leak product called Dyke, and it kept kept the water in it pretty much. But eventually, it just wouldn't hold it anymore. And uh, my mechanic said, Ben, you got to change those gaskets. So at 200, uh, or at uh, 640,000, 
He changed the manifold gasket, and then the head gaskets went out at six hundred and seventy-eight thousand. And Dave, well, when we go ahead. If people, if you ever could see what a head gasket looks, it's only like eight pieces of paper. Thick. Yeah, yeah. And and he had warned me there was going to be nothing left of them, and he was right on both of them. But at six hundred and seventy-eight thousand, when he took those heads off, and we could look in the cylinders, there wasn't even a ring ridge at six hundred and seventy-eight thousand. So I mean, it, it was unbelievable. So do these products work? All I can yeah. tell you is my experience. No, no, They're, and I have a sneaky feeling they the products probably are not that expensive. Otherwise, you know, you no, wouldn't. they aren't. No, they they aren't that expensive. I mean, our grease is about like everybody else's. You know, the price of the grease, and uh, and the other thing, the, just from the increase in mileage alone, will 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 weigh more several times more than pay the cost of the products. Just yeah. the mileage increase alone. Yeah, you need so, to. You, now that's what what you just talked about for this last ten minutes is one of the reasons why I started my own radio show because people if they only knew you know yes. they take care of those vehicles because once if that suburban would have blown the motor it, it would be so expensive you would have probably just junked it and went and got something else and there's no reason to do that correct correct that will last a long time if you just take care of them. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Well, I tell you what, I'm gonna give. Uh, I'll give the boys at uh, at Conklin a little heads up who I talk to, and I'll definitely get you some credit. Who knows? Maybe you'll make another. Maybe you'll get another. Uh, get another plaque. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Well, if I, if I can be of any. Help! I'm glad to do so. I would have gave, gave you product for life. Are you kidding? I wouldn't have gave you no plaque. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate the thoughts. We'll have to yeah. get on them. Well, I will. I'm writing your phone number down, but you know, because I don't I'm not going to say it on air. So I wrote your phone number down, and when I contact Conklin, you know, I'll tell him, and I'm gonna, and what I'll do is I'll get him to send me some product, and I'll do a TV segment for him, and I'll do radio for him. But I'll only do it as if they give you lifetime product. <laughs> okay, that's that. That sounds great to me. That right, sounds buddy. great to me. And thank you for your service. What branch were you in? I was uh, in the army. I was a scout dog handler. Okay. Oh, okay. I was in the army, and I drove an M eighty eight tank retriever. Tank oh, boat. okay. Yeah, I used to why see some would, of those. Uh, yeah, why, with the why? Chinooks carrying them. Yeah, well, why they would give an uh, an eighteen year old hot rodder a fifty six ton tank retriever is beyond me, buddy. <laughs> gotta let you go. Thanks for your service, and I will be in touch. You also, Dave. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.